0: i Friedman of Adult Site Broker, and welcome to Adult Site Broker Talk, where each week we interview one of the movers and shakers of the adult industry, and we give you a tip on buying and selling websites. This week we'll be speaking with Tristan and Rutger of WeCam Girls. Adult Site Broker is proud to announce the launch of our new website, Adult Site Broker 3.0, at adultsitebroker.com. The look and feel of the new site is nice and up-to-date and easier to navigate. The new site also has links to our affiliate program, ASB Cash, and our new blog. Speaking of ASB Cash, we've doubled our affiliate payouts. Now, when you refer sellers or buyers to us at Adult Site Broker, you're going to receive 20% of our broker commission on any and all sales that result from that referral for life. You can either place a link to us on your site or refer buyers and sellers through an email introduction. ASB Cash is the first affiliate program for an adult website brokerage. Check out ASBCash.com for more details and to sign up. Now let's feature our Property of the Week that's for sale at Adult Site Broker. Actually, our Property of the Week this week is a reminder that we always have some private listings available in addition to what you see on our website and in our newsletters. Right now, we have a CAM site, dating sites, and pay sites available. We often have other types of sites as well. In these cases, the owner of the site is usually expressing the utmost care to make sure that the identity of their site or company doesn't get out for a variety of reasons. These are generally larger listings with big revenues. If you're interested in finding out more about our private listings, please complete our Buyer's NDA on our website and contact us to see if you qualify. Now time for this week's interview. My guests today on Adult Site Broker Talk are Tristan and Rutger of WeCam Girls. Hey guys, thanks for being with us today on Adult Site Broker Talk. Thank you for having us, Bruce. (laughs) Yes, thank you, Bruce. (laughs) Hi, It's a pleasure. Now, Tristan is married and has two young children. He's a lawyer by trade. He's been in the adult industry for over 10 years. He tried practicing law and didn't enjoy it, so he started a business with his friend Rutger. His hobbies are football, as he says, the real football, as in the one you play with your feet. Hey, they kicked the ball in the NFL. Come on. Not the egg ball stuff from the U.S., he watches golf. He likes good food and he likes Legos. I had it written. He watches golf, good food. So you watch good food? No, you like good food. Okay. And you eat Legos. Okay. There we go. Now, Rutger <laughs> nice. is also married with two kids. He graduated with a master's in echometrics. Econometrics says here econometrics. Okay, we'll have to talk about that. He started building his first websites in the late 90s. I didn't know you were that old. His hobbies are basketball, sneakers, golf, good food, and Legos. Imagine that. You guys both like eating Legos. Okay, they both live in the same part of the Netherlands, not far from the beautiful city of Amsterdam. Damn, you guys have so much in common. You should be married, for Christ's sake. All right. They built a community for cam models in 2012. Even though it's called the WeCam Girls, they also have male models in the community. One day, a friend of theirs who was a former webcam model talked about her online experiences. When they asked her what she thought were the hardest parts of being a performer, she said two things. The first was she didn't like the fact that she couldn't talk to a lot of people about what she does for a living. Second thing was that not being able to do this caused her boredom. In March of 2012, WeCam Girls was born as a chat system and forum where performers can discuss the different sites and the latest tech. Since then, it's grown into a real community. They've added some additional features like a commercial profile page, camgirlcollective.com, and a review section. So how did you guys like your commercial there? Wow. this Is us? Sounds so professional. (laughs) Unbelievable, (laughs) isn't it? Yes, this is you. Okay. Well, good. I do my best. So before we talk about WeCam Girls, I'd like to know more about you guys.
1: Can you tell us a little bit about yourselves and how you met? Yeah, how did we meet, Tris? It was, how long ago? Like 18 or 19 years ago? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Oh, I was dating one of your friends.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) That's how
1: it goes. (laughs) And as she said, I have a friend who is also a computer nerd. So maybe you can talk to each other and see if you can do some business and back in the day Mm -hmm. there was not really room for that but we found out we both liked poker so we started Mm -hmm. having doing poker together Mm -hmm. and uh, became buddies and uh, here we
2: are tristan
1: you got anything to add to that
2: (laughs) yeah no we actually met on her birthday yeah be it she was dating him and we were having a chat and it turned out that we had some things in common and uh, some common interests and then we started to play poker and then yeah years later uh Rutger asked me yeah do you want to start something together Mm -hmm. and that's how we started uh, started out
0: very good so what experience did you have or did you have any experience in our business before you created WeCam Girls?
1: I had. I started building websites in 97. Okay. And I found out that there was money to be made in adult. So mm-hmm. I started creating some webcam white labels before there were white labels. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's how I got into the, the whole industry. Okay. So, the, yeah, that was like in 2001, I think.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I've been building websites ever since. So
0: and, and Tristan basically Rutger corrupted you. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, it's uh, I didn't have like, any experience with this industry before, so mm-hmm. the first year was actually learning a lot and getting to know the whole uh, chem world. It was I didn't know what to expect because when I first hear when you first hear of models. Mm-hmm. and webcams and stuff like that and studios in Romania mm-hmm. always imagined these dark dungeons where these girls were locked up on chains forced to be on <laughs> webcam well that turned out to be different <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah so I learned a lot especially the first year and after they going to the first shows and uh, a whole new world opened up my friend, of course, who, who gave me the initial idea, and I talked to her about it, but she was doing it from home, and mm-hmm. there was always this world of webcam that I didn't know anything about. So, uh, mm-hmm. especially in in Romania, and uh, so when we went to the first shows and got to know actually actual studios and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I, uh, it was totally different than from what I've imagined.
0: Sure, it was a real business.
2: Oh. So- um, yeah, absolutely. And so professional.
0: Oh, yes, absolutely.
2: So how would
0: you explain your site if you were telling someone about it who had no idea what WeCam Girls is?
2: So WeCam Girls is a social media network. Mm-hmm. It's a business-to-business community, in a sense, right? for webcam models. So there are mm-hmm. no customers. There are no fans. They're not there to make money. They're there to... Exchange information, exchange tips, enjoy each other's company and talk business. But also, you can talk about everything on the forum, Mm -hmm. you know, from shoe shopping to philosophy. (laughs) Uh, But there's also a lot of business talk, of course. What what can I do to up my game? Do you have any suggestions for new sites or uh, new ideas how to do my shows? Mm -hmm. It's a place where cam models hang out. Mm -hmm. Where there are no customers, but just the models having interactive conversations with each other.
0: Okay. Rutger, you have anything to
2: add? It's like a Facebook slash LinkedIn forum. That's basically what it is.
0: Okay.
1: Rutger, got anything to add? No, I think that sums it up pretty well. Uh, He
0: articulated it wonderfully, didn't he?
1: Yes. Well, we've explained it before, of course.
0: Of course. So what was the main reason you decided to start the site 10 years ago, besides trying to get rich?
1: Oh, that, oh! besides getting rich. Exactly. <laughs> when I started with with uh, webcam white labels, mm-hmm. I always f- found it fascinating to see that there's like a whole business behind the, the webcams. And then when her friend told us that she was in need of more help or more information about what she was doing, and mm. uh, we thought oh, that's great to make. I've been creating communities before. So I, I started one with in 2001. So it mm-hmm. was already something I had some experience in. Right. And I thought, Hey, why not do something for the webcam models and make it more business to business instead of, uh, just a place to have fun, but also more like information mm-hmm. and uh, that turned out very well.
0: Yeah. There's really nothing like what you guys have, is there? I mean, there there are model forums, but with everything that's on we Cam Girls, I don't think there's anything else like it, is there?
1: I don't think there is. We have some competition or mm-hmm. other communities, but like you said, it's mostly only forums. Mm-hmm. And I think one of our unique selling points is that we're shut it off for customers. So it's really mm-hmm. only for models and not right. for customers. And so we try to create a safe haven for them Mm -hmm. where they can discuss everything they want. We have a verification system to make sure that everybody on our platform is really in the adult industry Mm -hmm. uh, and not uh, a fan or customer, say, just trying to sign up. Right. So we have different levels of uh, security within our system Mm -hmm. to make sure that if you're talking to other models, you can be sure that only models can read it. Not even the, the website owners. And how do you make sure? Like I said, we have a verification system. Okay. So we have uh, several ways a model can verify their account. Right. Uh, normally, they send something on their Twitter account, and we, we make right. sure that's a Twitter account of someone that's been around in the webcam industry for for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they they can send uh, a link to their webcam profile. And if they say something about webcam girls on their profile, we know it's them. And (laughs) that that makes us sure uh, that's a real model. Do a lot of fans try to sign up? Yeah, but most are doing that by accident, I think. And when you sign up, we have a couple of questions. And the first question is, are you a model or are you a customer or a fan? And as soon as you say i'm a customer then you get an automatic ip band so you won't be able to <laughs> and, and we send you to a campsite to make some money off you so do you have like an exploding
0: sound or something like that or a flushing oh, but, sound
1: yeah, but that sounds cool we should, we should do that
0: <laughs> i've heard that on radio shows before when there's a caller especially like sports talk shows where there's a caller who's just a real jerk off and mm-hmm. You know different hosts do different things different sound effects sometimes it's a flush of a toilet sometimes it, it's a big explosion
1: yeah you know, sometimes we, we it's try a to horn keep class because the, the customer is not <laughs> uh, a jerk he's, he's in the end he's the one paying for everybody of course so of course. We, we try to treat everybody uh, fair sure but we don't just don't allow him on uh weekend girls very
0: good. Well, maybe maybe you need to, to set up an adjoining forum for fans?
2: Yeah, we talked about it and we discussed it. There are a lot more sites out there that mm-hmm. do already that kind of stuff. Sure. Uh, so we just uh, try to expand in different ways.
0: Sure, sure. Stay with what works, right?
2: Yeah, but also we've been working on some new projects. And so we're trying to, to cover more parts of the adult industry besides gaming. Tell me about it. One of our uh, latest projects is uh, We Porn Stars. Mm-hmm. It's a similar community like We Chem Girls, but the okay. the target group in this case is talent, porn talent. Mm-hmm. So we thought it might be interesting to set up a site for adult creators, for, for talent who do porn. Sure. And of course, it, the market is a little bit... Smaller. I mean, there, I think mm-hmm. there are way more webcam models than there are porn stars of porn. porn stars, yes. Creators, no. There is overlap, of course, because yeah. cam girls are creators. Mm-hmm. Most of our the porn, our are porn creators, stars too. Yeah, and porn stars too. Right. But I think there's a difference between getting going to create content yourself, doing it on your phone or uh, mm-hmm. at home. And when you go to an actual studio where you have a camera crew and a director, and so I think there's a, that part of the industry is different. There are not many cam girls who will go into porn, hmm. uh, as in go make a movie on a set. Sure. But the other way around, there's more because porn stars, especially if they already built their fan base, mm-hmm webcamming is a good way to be in contact with your fans. And yes. I think as a porn star, especially if you're a bit famous, there are a lot of people who actually want to interact with you.
0: Sure. Absolutely. So how's that, proj- wor- how's that project going?
2: It's going. We are also working on an, a new one.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And that one is called We Fan Girls. There you go. And We Fend Girls is... Basically, a site for content creators for adult content mm-hmm. creators, sure. because content creation is booming at the at the moment, of course, everybody knows that, and there are a lot of content creators, but not all of them are are webcaming true and uh, <laughs> <laughs> or actual porn stars, so right. of course there's an overlap between the between these the three sites, but I think doing uh, this new site, with fangirls, girls, it will be. And there is a really big group that can really benefit from it.
0: Sure, and I would think the crossover between the three areas will help you promote all three sites.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, that's great. And
2: that makes it easier to start for us because when we started with Gem Girls, I mean, <laughs> that was tough. Was, <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> we were
1: just two weird Dutch guys that were trying to get <laughs> girls to their website. So
2: yeah, uh, <laughs> everybody was hesitant to sign up, you know, sure. I mean, everybody was afraid uh, that we wanted something from their income or from their pie or from how do you want to say it? So, and before you get your site rolling, I mean, uh, building a community is pretty hard. You need content to get new visitors, but to get new content you need new visitors. So It's a paradox, but it's also a snowball, you know, when it starts rolling.
1: Yeah, I love snowballing. Uh,
2: <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> when it starts rolling, it, it, it just grows better, faster, uh, sure. and bigger, faster. Yeah.
0: Over the last 10 years, there have been many things that have heavily influenced the cam industry. What do you think has changed the industry most in that time?
2: In the last 10 years? Yeah. I think... <clears throat> That's the interactive toys. Hmm, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure of it. I think that's the biggest change that has happened in the last 10 years. Yeah, because everybody uses these toys now. And if you're if you wondering or not, you will have to use it because everybody else is using it too. Yeah. And I don't know if it's good or a bad thing, but I think it it is one of the things that has changed the industry mm. a lot. Sure there of course there there have been other changes better quality cameras mm-hmm. um, better sound, better picture, faster internet connections big time but other big changes that I'd expected, like the v r. Mm-hmm. it's not really happening yet <laughs> there they've been talking about it for the last eight seven, <laughs> eight years, yes, and some sites uh, experiment with it, but it's not a thing yet, right. So I think this is the, 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 the biggest change in the last ten years is the are the of sex toys, sure because that, it wasn't there before, right? And there are not many changes. I mean, mm-hmm. some of these sites look <laughs> exactly the same as a ten year, as they looked ten years ago.
0: Yes, we know who you're talking about.
2: <laughs> so of course uh, the the, the, the
0: they, richest they, the richest guy, Leo. We, Leo, we love you. <laughs> so yeah,
2: but I think uh, there will be some interesting new changes in the future.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. But
2: at the moment, I think the chem industry is in a way is pretty conservative for a tech um, mm-hmm. industry because basically the the cam industry is also a tech industry, but of I course. think it's pretty really conservative.
0: Yeah, I would agree. So over the years, the community you've built has been honored with numerous awards. What do you think makes WeCam Girls such a strong and engaged community?
1: Well, mostly because we don't have lots of competition, so that makes it easy for us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But besides that, I think one of our uh, strong points is that we always try to keep the models in the first place. So. Mm-hmm. For example, of course, we have a lot of requests from, from campsites that want to advertise with us, but we always stick to the rule, no more than six advertisers at the same time, just to make sure that it's not bombarded with banners and we, that we, or that we send out mail blasts every day. We try to find a balance between making money and the models at their platform, they're also only cam girls just to hang out with others and they don't want to be bombarded with advertisements or sure. uh, every a new cam platform there is. So, uh, yeah, I think that's one of our disadvantages.
0: Have you guys thought about a membership model that's ad free?
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, ad-free, I don't think anybody will pay for that. But we we thought about having like a freemium model where you can buy Mm -hmm. like a a golden membership. Yeah, it's been on our to-do list for like almost also 10 years. (laughs)
2: Uh,
1: The problem is we find it difficult to find stuff that's really making a difference between a free membership and a paid membership. And as soon as, as we think of something that's really interesting and we think, oh, models uh, maybe we'll pay for that. Then we think, mm-hmm. oh, that would be great if you can pro- provide it to everybody. At the moment, we, we're just saying we keep it free for everybody and mm-hmm. then we uh, only have the, the advertisers that, that pay us money. And it sure. works out very very well. So. Yeah, absolutely. But maybe sometime you, you never know. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, but yeah, we we thought about it and discussed it like every year, I think, for the (laughs) last ten (laughs) years. And then went, nah. Yeah, but then then you do it like the the mathematics, and then Mm -hmm. you find out, okay, we can do it, and it will make you, I don't know, a thousand dollars a month. Mm -hmm. And then we think, is that worth it? Not only for us to build it, but also to say to some models, oh, you haven't paid, so you won't be able to have this and this feature. I sure. don't know.
0: Now, nah, so, if it's $1,000 a month, then uh, I would think that. Yeah, because be...
1: you you can't charge them like $100 a month.
0: No. So no. If, if you well, charge many? Well, how, like, many, well, how many models in your database now?
1: Yeah, we have 30,000. But if you, or maybe even 35, I don't know. But mm-hmm. if, if you charge them, I don't know, like 4 or $5. Dollars, and two two hundred of them join or maybe four hundred, you, you know you're you're talking about one two thousand dollars. Right. And I d I don't know if that's enough to build it and to but because the difference then is you have paying customers and paying right. customers they can say, Oh, this is not working or that's yeah. not working and sure. it, it you get hassle and we don't like well, hassle. I can just tell you from
0: my knowledge of what creators pay for their advertising mm-hmm. and what creators make, I don't think you're going to have a problem with small amounts of money, even if you're talking 10 or $20 a month. That's just my take. If you guys want to talk offline about it, we can certainly do it. But I, I got to tell you, there's some massive amounts of money being spent on creator advertising on
1: some platforms. Yeah, but but then the problem is you need something to offer them. And mm-hmm. we try to offer it to everybody to have, like, the community. Right. So right. then you have to build a complete set of new tools for them. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like you're building a new company, which you could do. Yeah. But we haven't found the right software yet that's missing in the industry. Mm, interesting. Okay. You guys will continue to, I'm sure, strategize.
0: Oh, so... How has COVID impacted, you've got to have a COVID question, right? It's, it's kind of mandatory. Yeah. How has COVID impacted your community and the chem industry as a whole?
2: I think when the first, when we we're talking at the beginning of COVID, we saw a pretty big impact actually on our site. We saw mm-hmm. a lot of new members signing up. Sure. people that were losing their jobs and that they were looking for alternatives to to make some money and to get information. So yeah, we mm-hmm. saw a, a spike at the beginning of covid, a lot of new members, uh, people that were interested in uh, in in maybe doing webcoming, getting information, asking questions. There was a lot a lot of uncertainty especially in cert, in specific parts in the world and mm-hmm. a lot of new US members. Most, most of the <laughs> uh, members on WeCam Girls are U.S. members. Uh, over yeah, that About 30-40% is Western Europe and a little bit of, of Eastern Europe. But okay. uh, the, the main geo of the members of WeCam Girls is all Western-orientated. Right. And, uh, of course, there was a bit more uncertainty for people in the U.S., I guess, when it they were talking about their jobs. So mm-hmm. you saw quite a spike of new members from the U.S. joining with Camp girls uh, getting information, looking up how to start and uh, maybe mm-hmm. to find a way to earn some extra income. But it was temporary, really. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, there were people lo- uh, yeah, looking for a job, but there were also more visitors going to campsites because yes. everybody was at home, I guess. Of course. When I talk to campsites about COVID, they talk about uh, how they have more customers and uh, more shows and people uh, visiting them more.
0: Yeah, well, that makes good so, sense.
2: Yeah, it, it, COVID had an impact, but it was temporarily, I think, and it, it's getting back to normal. It, it's already back to normal, I think.
0: So I see you guys often at the trade shows. What do you think
1: about these shows and which ones are your favorites? We love the trade shows. It's so mm-hmm. great to talk to like-minded people. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're hanging out with your family. Which shows do we like best? The shows in Romania and the European Summits. Those yeah. are the TES. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that it's the business-wise best shows. It, they are, but it's more like the people that are going to those shows. Mm-hmm. Those are the best people there are. So yeah, the cool kids.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we've been going to the shows now for almost ten years. So you build yeah. friendships with people, and uh, absolutely, and it's yeah, it, it always feels uh, like uh, coming home in a sense when I go mm-hmm. to a show and uh, you see right. everybody. And the first few hours, you're just walking around and just uh, having uh, quick chats with everybody and yep. say hi, and say hey, oh, how oops. are you? Yeah,
0: Definitely.
2: No, I really love to go to the shows and. Yeah, well, parties help too. <laughs> I'm too no, old for that. For me it must too have been shit.
0: I'm too old for that shit. I've been for a while actually. But now, I'll say something and I'm I'm sincere about it. People like you guys are are what really make the shows, you know. And you're right, we are family. You know, there's just no two ways about it. This is family. Yeah. This is more family than my own family at times. It really is. Yeah,
1: I thought it was the, the worst thing about COVID was not mm-hmm. being able yeah. to go to shows. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. It sucked.
0: So, guys, what would you have done if you weren't in this industry? Wow. <laughs> uh,
1: well, I studied econometrics, so mm-hmm. I'll do some boring job with numbers and an office <laughs> in a suit. Uh, so yeah, it I I'm imagine. Happy. You'd have to cut your hair, man. <laughs> no, nobody will recognize me then. <laughs> That's funny. And how, Tristan how would, would be a lawyer, of course. Yes, he would. <clears throat>
2: well, after I finished university, I actually did a couple of job interviews mm-hmm. because I was specialized in Islamic and Christian terrorism. Interesting. So my first one of my first job interviews was with uh, Dutch Secret Service. <laughs> it was fascinating. I just sent them a message. I, I just applied. There, there was there was no job opening. So I just sent them an, uh, an email. Hey, uh, I'm looking for a job. If you have anything, just let me know. And a couple of months later, they actually contacted me and said, hey, we have a job opening for an intelligence officer. Hmm. So. I said, oh, cool. And they, they said, it was all official and you can't talk about it. You can't even say that you have an interview somewhere. So they, they, I went to the do- job interview and mm-hmm. to this uh, bunker building. With their, Normally, <laughs> when you have a big building, you have a nice entrance. This place didn't have a nice entrance. It was oh, like sure. a side entrance yeah. with all different parts that you had to yeah. pass through. And this is all concrete and uh, and I was sitting there and there were six people sitting in front of me just asking oh, questions, but they yeah. know, knew everything about me anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they did. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I fucked that interview up. I mean, I was <laughs> it, it was one of my first job interviews ever. And yeah. I, I could have done a lot better. <laughs> but it would, would have been interesting if they would actually have hired me. And, oh, hell yeah. And I yeah. would be a spy. <laughs> I
0: like it kind of like double it's kind of like 007 or Maxwell Smart.
2: Yeah, I think it would be more not in the field. But, but.
0: You know who Maxwell Smart is, right? No. And what was the I think of what the TV show was and they made a movie out of it. Oh, Get Smart. It's in the 60s. Yeah, but the movie was a couple of years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they know. had it's 65. Who, who's that actor from The Office? Uh he played Maxwell Smart. Oh, really? I gotta watch it. Michael. I've never seen it. Yeah. I gotta watch it. I gotta yeah. watch it. It sounds, you know, it sounded like fun. But I love the I love the the original show. I've actually <laughs> been binge watching old shows lately. I'm in almost towards the end of a show called which you've probably never heard of, and it was also before your time. Everything's before your time. Uh, a show called <laughs> normally
1: we old ones.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a show called Barney Miller, yeah, with the candle out old me. And Barney Miller was a great show about New York detectives. And oh, my God, just great shit. Great shit. Anyway, I digress. How would you describe yourself? we will start with Tristan. And what is your area of expertise?
2: (laughs) Okay. How would I describe myself? Yeah. (laughs) What did you tell those guys at the interview? I think that really sucked because they didn't hire me. Right, they said I sucked. So, <laughs> how would I describe myself? I would describe myself as a friendly, easygoing person with a dark sense of humor, <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't always read the room correctly. So I'm making inappropriate jokes at the wrong time. I see, uh, and which makes me even more funny. <laughs> and so my area of expertise, I think, is just yeah, interacting with people. Basically, because that's what I do, I as well as the shows as online. And, right. Yeah, just thinking of new stuff that we can do, just all the stuff that Rutger is not doing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, that pretty much sums up our relationship. <laughs> there you go. There you go. How about you, Rutger? How would you? Uh... I think we're, we're pretty much the, the same kind of people, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. really laid back, or at least I think oh. I am. Not too fancy and, yeah, some weird kind of humor. Um, so there's a reason Tristan and I are friends. And my, my expertise is more the, the programming. Um, right. So I'm, I'm the nerd. And, <laughs> and stuff I don't like, I, I send it to Tristan. And I say, <laughs> make sure. Can you do that, please? Because I don't feel like it. There you go. <laughs> that's, that, that's how we work. And then he bugs me with all kinds of developing Development questions about mm-hmm. uh, I don't know avatars that can be rotated or stuff. Yeah. I think it's not important. Yes. Well, it, it obviously works. <laughs> I, <laughs> it obviously works.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah it I does.
1: think we complement each other. Uh, there you with, go.
0: With workwise, so that's that's great. You complement each other. You walk in the office and say, "Say, Tristan, you look great today. Rutger, you look wonderful." Yeah, yes, I got it. I got be, it. That's how, that's what you do. Very, okay, we're very getting very sharp. We're getting silly so uh, not that any of us aren't so what's your (laughs) (laughs) what's your view on the cam industry in general
2: before we started we cam girls we didn't know much about the industry and Mm -hmm. the longer i stayed in this industry uh, the more i went to the shows and got to know people the more i realized i didn't know
1: Mm. and
2: uh, but. I think we've learned a lot in the last 10 years, and we oh, yeah. know pretty well how the industry works now. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, first of all, the industry is really small in a sense mm-hmm. that there are not that many people working in this industry that are not the webcam models. True. So the businesses behind the industry, it's a pretty small world. I mean, right. when you go to enough shows, you see all the people, and you realize, well, it, it's pretty tight. It's a pretty tight knit, which makes it as a business in the industry, it makes it, I think it, it's nice. Yeah, uh, You get to know people, a lot of companies, a lot of people, but, but after a few years, you actually know sort of everybody, which makes True. it very easy to to interact. And to if you're looking for something, you know where to go and who to find and who to talk to. Sure. And, yeah.
0: and if... Go ahead.
2: It's the industry itself. I mean, I think it's the biggest part of adult. Mm -hmm. And it's way bigger than all the other parts. True. And they're making a lot more money. Maybe uh, the adult content creation will will catch up.
0: Maybe it already has.
2: Maybe it already has. Yeah. But not yet. I mean, Hmm. there are only a few fan sites that do a lot of money. Sure. And there are more campsites that do a lot of money. You make and a point, and especially after the the tube sites, uh, of course, they sort of destroyed porn, in a they sense. They tried.
0: I don't think they've destroyed it, but no, but.
2: no, they. I mean, porn before before the tube sites was mm-hmm. maybe eight uh, percent. And now it's 10% or something. You know, I think tube sites, at least it changed porn. <laughs> they've, cut well, they've
0: cut well into it, but the top membership sites are still doing well. And my feeling about that is the good ones will continue to succeed and continue to grow. And as a website broker, I see the growth every day because I look at the numbers. And I also know the type of site that isn't going to grow. And that's the type that doesn't innovate, that doesn't try to be different. If somebody stays unique and they stay on top of the game, they're gonna do very well and what the tube sites did, the ones they destroyed, they destroyed the people who were just kind of getting by on the fat of the land. you know they were just like, yeah, whatever, we're making so much money it doesn't matter. well, guess what <laughs> it mattered
2: well yeah I totally agree, but uh, I mean the the people who are willing to pay for porn now are way less because before this that sure. was the only way to get porn and now a lot of it is free so you have a different market and hmm. i think it, it, it i think it has a huge impact on the quality of porn sure because if Absolutely. you buy if you buy porn it needs to be good quality nowadays yes.
1: people are more paying for a connection with somebody than yes. just yes. for the porn itself because right. why would you pay for porn if you can see it for free? So now you're paying mm-hmm. to have a connection with the creator, with the cam model yes. uh, or the porn, my porn model. So I think that's, that's a big difference. Yep, interactivity. That's
0: the name of the game and it's yeah. been for quite a long time now.
2: Yeah, and I think that's also what sets uh, gaming apart mm-hmm. uh, from the other parts of of the adult industry because there's there's nothing at the moment that can replace this human interaction right maybe maybe in a in a few years when when you have bots for example or when sex robots but i mean bots in the sense of that when you're talking to somebody online you have no clue if this is a real person or if this is a bot it's already
0: there unfortunately
2: (laughs) yeah And then, uh, especially if the the visuals catch up, then there could be a way to replace at least a bit of the industry with um, going to talk to bots uh, instead Mm -hmm. of actual people. Of course, um, people will always be looking and talking to other people in the first place. But maybe that will have an impact in the future when you have bots and avatars doing the cam shows instead of People.
1: I don't think so. I think then it's the same that you have when you can say to a bot, do this or do that, and mm-hmm. the the bot will do that or the avatar. I think that's the same as uh, like a porn, mm-hmm. and people are still willing to pay for have, to have a connection with a real human being. Sure. And even even if you if you if can't, you'll be able to tell the difference. Yeah, even if you can't tell the difference, people are still not willing to pay for. Bots, at least that, that's my opinion on it.
2: But well, maybe it's because a, it's,
1: it's also about power. And if, if you mm-hmm. are talking, it doesn't make you feel powerful if you talk to a bot or if you say to a bot, do this or do that. Mm-hmm. So, sure. um, I don't think that that. well, obviously, a, a little part will be replaced by it, but not, not very sure. Much. Make
2: the avatars perfect, though. You can yeah, make but, them perfect for somebody, how they look. You can give them wings if you would like. Yeah. And you can just, you can mix it up.
1: Sure. Wings. (laughs) Maybe we should do
2: this podcast
1: in 10 years again and see who's (laughs) right.
0: You're not going to wait 10 years to get back on. It took me two years plus, two years plus to get you on. What tips do you guys have for new cam models?
1: Go to wecamgirls.com, sign up Mm -hmm. and learn from others before you start doing the work. Because there's so much to learn, and it yes. makes sure you work so much easier if you know what you're doing. Uh, right. Especially in the beginning, there are so many customers that are out there just to make advantage of newbies. Mm. So please know what you're doing.
2: Mm.
1: Learn from other models. Don't take right. our word from it. We don't know anything, but <laughs> learn from your peers. <laughs> Remember that you're your own boss, so mm-hmm. make sure you only do... Things that you feel comfortable with.
2: Yeah, information is key. Right. I mean, when you get into this industry, learn. Yes, I was telling somebody learn.
0: that earlier today. Actually,
2: there, there are a lot of people who are making mistakes, and you don't have mm-hmm. to repeat these mistakes. You can just yeah. by learning what other people did, you can avoid a lot of things, because sure. there are a lot of people out there who want to who have interests in making money uh, and getting a piece of your income and mm-hmm. there's no need for that. Right. Yep. So so yeah, when you did, uh, Yeah, and when you decide to uh, to start out there there are a lot of things to consider. I think most of the models who start uh, getting into cam mm-hmm. their main reason is money. And web mm-hmm. webcamming is it, it, it's not easy money in the sin in the sense that yeah, you I've tried it <laughs> <laughs> oh in goodness. the sense that you earn a quick buck most of the models that are successful that spend half of their time in marketing themselves yes and when you start the the whole girl, goal of being a model is creating a fan base you need people that are there for you that want to sure. see you on a regular basis. And these yes. are the people who will make your money, who will make yeah. your money.
0: The whales. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And uh, people, they want, uh, people in general, they go to a campsite with no specific person purpose. they probably won't spend any money on you, but when they are looking for you, they will, because and people, they,
0: and people will spend a lot of money on campsites.
2: Oh, absolutely. And they will spend it on the same people. Sure they're not spreading it around on a lot of girls that they just see, they want to build a connection. And sure. when the virtual build a girlfriend, yeah, exactly. a lot of, absolutely. You yeah, don't absolutely. have to be successful in the sense of, you just have to be successful in connecting with people. Yes. And if yes. you can do that, mm-hmm. then you can be successful as a camera.
0: Sounds good. Well, guys, it was a pleasure. I'd like to thank you again for being thank our guest. Thank you
1: guests. for having us. You were our our first podcast we did, so thank you to go easy on us. (laughs) I try to take it easy on
0: virgins. So thank you for being (laughs) on Adult Site Broker Talk, and I hope we'll get a chance to do this again soon. Absolutely. Thank you. My broker tip today is part 10 of what to do to make your site more valuable for when you decide to sell it later. Last week, we talked about what information to give a potential buyer and what determines the value of a site. We'll continue that today. If a site hasn't been monetized, then it's all about the amount and the quality of the traffic. If a sale is based on traffic, it will be a multiple of what the traffic would sell for on the open market. What are the sources of traffic? Direct traffic, search engine traffic, and review site traffic are the most valuable, tube traffic the least valuable. Is the traffic reliable and sustainable? What is the traffic history? In a rare case, the valuation will be based upon revenue. The same factors apply to that as of profit, and the valuations will, of course, be lower than those of profits. How old is the site? Is the domain a .com or something else? .com is still king. How many inbound links are there? How much staff does it take to run the site? How many email addresses do you have? In the case of a dating site, this is very important. Another factor can be the reverse engineering cost. How much would it cost to build a site from scratch and drive the same amount of traffic to it and how much time would be involved? What is the lifetime value of a customer on the site? Next week, we'll talk about how to buy a website. And next week, we'll be speaking with Allison Bowden of the Free Speech Coalition. And that's it for this week's Adult Site Broker Talk. I'd once again like to thank my guests, Tristan and Rutger of WeCam Girls. Talk to you again next week on Adult Site Broker Talk. I'm Bruce Friedman.